Melissa. <laughs> Hi, Kyle. Happy August. Happy August. Happy August. Well, we're in like the last part of August. It's not over yet. It's been. We are. And it's, it's it's back to school time. Oh, it's back to school. It's back to all the things. Back the, to football. The doldrums of summer are coming to an end. Absolutely. I mean, I don't Absolutely. know where our doldrums were, but someone had them, I'm sure. <laughs> but we've been we've been talking about how busy fall is going to be for CMAA, and uh, it's here now. So busy, so busy. It, it is, and and we're just literally uh, we're less than a week away from our uh, first virtual opportunity for CMA. Mm -hmm. Uh, CSFA had a very successful virtual event in July, but for CMA, this is our first event for our members, and that's the Membership and Marketing Summit, which is sold out, uh, which is fabulous. Um, And then right behind that, we have the Leadership and Legislative Conference coming up September 9th and 10th, which we will hear from our amazing colleague, Kim Pasquale a little bit later about and then we have other options with the communication summit later in September the Mm -hmm. member the mid-management conference in October it's busy times man busy times times. but you know Kyle I think one of the questions we've gotten asked a lot is you know there's so much value and our members value that in-person networking so much. And so mm-hmm. what are some ways that we can network and get the same kind of experience out of these virtual events that we would get if we were in person? Um, yeah, I mean, I think that you you raise a great point. I think there's probably that definite level of, is this even going to be the same? What's the point? Like, right? Why Why do I sign up for this virtual event if I can't be in person with my friends, you know, catching up, sharing ideas, browsing the idea fairs, whatever it might be. Um, You know, there's, there's a lot of uh, valid, I wouldn't say concern necessarily, but questions about how, how am I going to network online from, from my computer? Um, So we wanted to cover a couple of tips that we've discovered. Um, Melissa and I have both had the opportunity to attend a couple of different online events ourselves this summer um, from, for the associations of which we are a part. Um, And we learned a lot from those experiences and we just wanted to share some of the tips that we've picked up on how to best leverage networking in that virtual space. Um, My biggest tip, first off, number one, don't be a lurker, don't just show up (laughs) and, and not participate in anything. A lot of times, you know, these virtual events will have a chat function during sessions, if that's available to you, that's a great space to engage in further conversation about the subject matter that's being shared. And oftentimes, and I think we are trying to do this in some capacity, the speakers will be present um, in that chat um, because these sessions will be pre-recorded. So you'll get the chance to ask the speakers questions right away, um, which right. is a pretty cool thing. I, I haven't I've done that a few times and it's, I've gotten almost sometimes not necessarily more out of the chat, but just as much out of the chat as I do from the session itself. Um, So don't be a lurker. Don't be afraid to engage in that um, back and forth while you're watching the sessions. Absolutely. And the other thing that I think is really important is to make sure that you're setting aside time for the event. Mm -hmm. 
you know, it's 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 hard. You know, we have a lot of people, you know, working in different spaces or, or working from home or, you know, and we know our, a lot of our clubs are very busy right now. Um, but it's a great and it's very important to block off time in your calendar for the event, um, including adding a little pre and post event buffer um, <laughs> in there and, and make sure that you invest yourself and make sure you have water and coffee and snacks and that you're, you know, you're just in that environment free from distractions. That way you'll be able to get deeper into that networking effort and really get a bigger ROI on participating in the event. Yep. I would agree. I think um, one thing that you can do to help with that is take a look at the schedule ahead of time um, and look through which speakers that you're most interested in, in hearing and paying attention to um, and make sure, as Melissa said, block that time off on your calendar if you can. I know a lot of us are multitaskers, particularly in this virtual space. It's really easy to minimize a window and just listen to something, but there's so much value in actually participating and being present for these sessions um, that I would highly encourage you to make sure, again, you set aside that time don't minimize the window, actually sit and listen. Um, and you'll get way more out of out of the session and even the breaks in between. Um, we have some fun things planned, particularly during LLC. We have some fun breaks planned that um, give you an opportunity to, you know, get loose and, uh, and engage um, with your fellow attendees in a different way. Um, so definitely take a look at the schedules ahead of time and really plan out your day. Um, there's so much flexibility afforded to you with these virtual events. They're very accessible. I know I talk about that a lot in this episode, so <laughs> prepare yourselves. Um, but there's a lot of flexibility in the opportunity to access this information from the comfort of your office or your home. Um, so take advantage of that. Absolutely. And I think it's a great way to, to you know, we think of networking, you think of meeting somebody. Number one, you know, publicize your attendance before and after the event. So, you know, I know a lot of our members are super active on LinkedIn. Um, you know, tell people that you're going to do this so that you know that you'll connect with those folks that maybe that's one of the few times a year you see them. Um, you know, let them know that you are going or let them know that you went. Um, and then most of the event platforms that we work with, you're going to see an attendee list. So mm -hmm. it's a great opportunity once you log into the platform to check out who's there and connect with them and follow up with them just as much as you would have a, a cocktail with them at LLC or, uh, or at World Conference. It's a great opportunity to, you know, continue that relationship and also, you know, as you go through the event um, to utilize it to connect with people. You know, Kyle mentioned using that chat function and really sharing ideas. You might end up really connecting with somebody that you talk to um, directly there and you can connect with them through the platform, uh, follow up with them with LinkedIn. I know when I just attended ASAE's annual event um, virtually, there were several speakers who were just phenomenal who shared their LinkedIn mm -hmm. uh, profiles. And I connected with them afterwards just to, to let them know how much I enjoyed the presentation. Um, and I connected with a couple of people that I met through the chats to share ideas about what their association is doing. So yes, similarly. It, it's a, I think it's, it's one of those things where it's not an, it's not unwelcome to connect with people through that. I think a lot of people are open to it. So it's a great opportunity, whether you connect with them on LinkedIn or even through CMA's connected platforms where you can uh, connect as well. Um, it's a great way to continue that conversation that you, you start in the chat. 
Absolutely. I would just echo everything Melissa just said. Um, I practiced the similar similar things when I attended um, ASAE's conference last week and was able to connect with a handful of folks um, that I met virtually in the chat. So I, you know, we shared a lot of similar ideas in uh, what we were talking about during that 45 minute session. Um, and so it was really cool to get to connect with them outside of that space um, and just get to know peers, really, um, from different sectors of the association space outside of um, our little session. So <laughs> I definitely, definitely recommend taking advantage of those things. Um, you know, it's, we want to hear from you, you know, why are you excited for it? to attend some of these virtual events. You know, please, as Melissa said, share your attendance, share that you're you're registered for LLC, share that you're registered for mid-management. You know, we want to see it, and I know that it will help encourage your peers to do the same um, if you share your excitement and, and your attendance moving forward. So we want to hear from you. Tell us that you're coming. <laughs> Absolutely. So hopefully that'll help everyone connect a little bit more uh, during our virtual upcoming fall events. Yeah. Um, so what else we, is coming up for, file, for fall, Kyle? Well, you know, we have a lot of, we just said events coming up, but fall is also full of something that Melissa and I both love, um, deadlines. Uh, <laughs> the first <laughs> deadline that uh, is relevant to our listeners uh, is September 1, which is just around the corner, and that's somewhat hard to believe that I'm not even going to go there. Time is a weird vortex <laughs> at the moment. Um, but September 1 is the deadline for applications for the Sally Burns Rambo Scholarship. Um, most of you may be familiar with who Sally Burns Rambo is and what the scholarship is, but we want to give you a quick rundown of the details, who's eligible to apply, and again, like when you need to get all of your information in. Melissa, you know a lot about Sally. Why don't you take it away? Sally Burns Rambo amazing lady from the great uh, Texas Lone Star chapter and the Texas Lone Star chapter and the club foundation were were instrumental in creating this scholarship back in 2012 and it really honors her as a mentor a role model and truly a pioneer um, she paved the way for the success of countless club industry leaders and this annual scholarship is an amazing opportunity to to provide financial support to female club management professionals interested in furthering their professional development. So a recipient receives the tuition cost and travel expenses to attend their choice of one of CMA's BMIs, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, an amazing opportunity, a scholarship opportunity. And as Melissa said, you know, the, those who can apply for the Sally Burns Rambo Scholarship are female uh, folks working in the club industry who are current members of our association and have been professional members of CMAA for at least three years. So this is something that's a really great opportunity for especially our younger managers who are looking to get their CCMs and they need to go to those BMI courses. This is a great opportunity to get some funding to cover at least one of those courses or perhaps even the certification review course. Um, as I said, the deadline for application for this scholarship is September 1st, which is just around the corner. You can find all of the information um, to apply online at clubfoundation.org slash apply.html. 
uh, all of the information for all of the scholarships is available there. So definitely read up. If Sally Burns Rambo isn't the one that you're qualified for, take a look at our other scholarships. Um, those deadlines will be coming up as well. So please stay tuned. Um, we will provide further updates on um, scholarship deadlines as we get further into the fall. With COVID, deadlines have moved around a little bit. So um, we're trying to allow for some flexibility and inc um, increase the opportunities for more folks to apply and hopefully be funded. So that's that. Absolutely. Well, let's dive in. We've got some really exciting event um, and, and professional development updates from our colleagues, David McCabe and Kim Pesquale. We are so excited to have our colleague, David McCabe, joining us this week on the podcast. David is joining us to chat about a few things. Um, we have mentioned a few times that we have a very busy fall schedule here at CMAA. Despite the fact that we are not meeting anyone in person, we have a lot of virtual events going on and a lot of cool things happening. Um, so we're going to chat with David about a couple things. First, we'd like to kick it off by talking about the new digital badges that just came out. Some of you may have received email communication about this. You may, if you have lots of CMAA connections on LinkedIn, you may have seen those pop up. They're everywhere. It's very cool to see people showing off their certifications um, on LinkedIn. But we wanted to give David a chance to explain to us a little bit about the digital badges, what they are, what they're for, and who can get them. So David, why don't you start. Okay, great. Well, uh, hello everyone and I hope everyone is uh, safe and well um, wherever you are, either you're, whether you're working from home or at work. So I hope everyone is uh, is doing well. Uh, so yes, as Kyle, you, you mentioned the digital badges are a new thing that we have. Um, the first thing I do want to start off with is people are saying, I'm getting these emails about digital badges. Are they legit? And yes, the answer to that is yes, they are legit. Uh, it's not a, you know, it's not somebody trying to get your information or things like that. So as long as it is coming from a company called Acclaim, uh, yes, that is, that is legitimate. Uh, but what digital badges, they're a way for people to display uh, their credentials, a verified credential on different either social media platforms like LinkedIn or Twitter, uh, things like that, or also through things like email signatures and everything. Uh, people have been asking, well, why do I want to do that? So there's a couple different ways. Uh, if you have a CCM or, or the CCE designation, and uh, maybe you're looking for a new job. And so if uh, a new a prospective employer goes to your LinkedIn profile, for example, and sees that on there, they know it is a verified source that you do have that designation because it, it can't be put in unless us at CMAA or more specifically me at CMAA puts it into the system that you do indeed have that designation. So it's not something that people can just make up or create. Uh, actually, you'll see it if you haven't claimed it already. If you click on it, it'll come over the information about the CCM. So that's another thing. Uh, we're still hearing, believe it or not, the CCM has been around since 1965, but people are still saying that their boards uh, or, or members do not know what the CCM is, specifically boards, or they may not know, they may know of it, they may know that it's what it stands for, but not what's involved with getting it. So they can click on that and there's some information about uh, what it takes to get the, the CCM or the CCE designation uh, so they'll understand it and appreciate it a little bit more. So that's a, a couple other things for there. Uh, right now, it is only for people who have CCM or the CCE designation, but we are working to uh, also have them for the various pre-certification BMI courses. Uh, for the reason for that is, um, so when you say if you do not have the designation, but you are looking for another job or, or employers are looking up, maybe you're not looking up other jobs, but other employers are looking for new managers and they're, they're going through... Uh, LinkedIn, things like that, it'll be able to show your progress towards this CCM. So while there are other 
requirements other than the BMI courses. The BMI courses are uh, one of the most, uh, the, the biggest part, I would say, of the certification or the, of the, the, you know, the, the, the biggest amount of time and, and energy uh, would be spent towards that. So that would give away for uh, prospective employers or even your current uh, board or things like that, if they're just see, want to see that and uh, see how you're progressing, that'll show the, your progress towards there. So I would imagine sometime, whether it is either this, towards the end of this year or the beginning of next year, we'll be unveiling the BMI badges. Very uh, cool. So the company that we worked with, we wanted to work first with getting the CCM and CCE out there and retroactively to anyone uh, who has that. Uh, so people might ask, how do they get it? I'm not a CCM yet. So what will happen is we sent out roughly 1,500 emails for CCMs, badges for CCMs, and about three to 400 for the CCEs, somewhere in between there. Uh, so we wanted to get those out first for all those of you who, who have earned that. So once that is all done, and actually that is, and then what we'll do is once people earn those designations, so uh, when I hear from Brian that uh, you know th these individuals have passed the CCM exam or these individuals have earned their CCE, uh, we will, I will go ahead and enter them into the system and send you the, uh, have the system send you the email, which will walk you through how to do that. Uh, one question we'd be getting was, will there be an honor society badge? We are not, we do not have plans for that now. And the major reason for that is that the honor society is not a designation. It is actually just a recognition that somebody has uh, um, invested in their professional development and things like that. But it's not a, an official uh, designation like CCE or, or CCM uh, is. So that's the reason for that. We will not be having, at least right now, who knows? It's, I would never say never. Uh, you may have it in the future, but right now uh, we're just doing the CCM, CCE, and then very shortly we will be doing it for the pre-certification VMIs as well. Absolutely. That's so cool. I've, I think I've engaged with probably 15 different people on LinkedIn. I know Melissa has too, because I've seen it pop yeah. up on, in my feed, but it's really cool to see our certified members sharing their designations. Um, you can really see the sense of pride that people have, um, not just in the fact that they earned the designation, but in CMA itself. So this has been a really cool way to see people share that um, across Absolutely. social media. So this is very cool. Um, and I look forward to seeing more people uh, get their badges as as they earn their CCMs and, and their CCEs. So uh, thank you for sharing that with us, David. I think that's super helpful. I think people will better understand the initiative and, and what what that is going around. It is legit, we promise. Uh, <laughs> um, I know it, one thing I did forget to mention there, and, and it's actually something you just said about the pride. We also sent it out to retired members as well. And we've had a lot of, I've had a lot of retired members say to me, oh, they were excited about it. I, I honestly wasn't sure how many retired members would take advantage of it. Uh, but again, it's like you said, it's the pride that they show in that and earning that. So uh, there's, it's, it's all from, you know, people have only been in the industry for a couple of years to people maybe even retired for 10 or 15 years. So definitely interested in that. Very cool. Very cool. All right. So now we are going to, um, everyone's favorite word, pivot. Uh, we're going to pivot into some fall events. And we're going to talk a little bit about a couple of things that we have on the docket coming up over the next couple of months. Um, we are going to start with the communication summit. Now, originally, we had the communication summit on the schedule for March. <laughs> And then the world kind of paused for a while. So we had to regroup and reconsider how we were going to present that event. David and I were supposed to be there in Minneapolis, and we were really looking forward to it. Um, but we have rethought that event, and now it is going online. Um, but let's talk a little bit about the Communication Summit, David. What makes this experience unique, and what can attendees learn? 
Sure, sure. Uh, before I do that, I do want to mention something that you mentioned there. So uh, you're right. We were supposed to be in Minneapolis. We are planning on returning to Minneapolis in 2021. Cool. Uh, the time frame, normally this event will be a, uh, we envision it being a spring event. Uh, we were supposed to be in March of this year. We had it in March of 19 for the first time. Uh, for next year, we are looking at an August date. Uh, and it, who know, uh, that may just be for next year, but that's when we were able to get uh, some with the same clubs that we're going to go back to in Minneapolis that we were planning on visiting this year. And then also their availability, but also to give us hopefully a little bit of a uh, buffer for you know, hopefully in August of next year, we should be in a much better state, shape. So that's why we did that. Uh, but what it makes it unique, it is, it's while it is geared towards uh, club communication professionals uh, that uh, is a group that we really hadn't before you know a couple years ago uh, serviced very well or, or provided much opportunity for so it, it, we wanted to get an entry into that area we know there's a lot of people whether they're communications uh, directors membership directors things like that so we just we developed this and offered the first one in March of 19 down in Atlanta and it's just something we wanted to expand for that. Uh, it's not though just for those individuals. If you're interested in finding out about just more effective club communications, uh, if you're not a communications director or membership director, but you could still welcome uh, to attend that, we, we definitely uh, encourage you. There are uh, CMI credits available for that. So those of you that are, are working towards certification, uh, there's definitely credits also that'll that'll go towards that. It won't count as a conference. There's still the conference requirement, uh, but it'll count as a workshop towards the certification requirement as well as uh, credits that you could earn as well. Um, it will be we will be using Zoom for that event. So as we're gonna, I know we're gonna talk about mid management conference in a couple of minutes. That's gonna be a little bit of a different platform, uh, but we will be using Zoom. There normally this would have been about a two and we were planning on it being a three day event. Uh, when we were going to be in person. Uh, that was a feedback we got from 19, the 19, 2019 course was that we uh, were a little crammed. People were not necessarily used to that. Uh, people who had been to BMI courses were used to it, but most of the people there had not been. Uh, so we originally had, had planned to expand it to three days. So it wasn't, each day wasn't as crazy. Uh, what we're going to do now, but because we, do, you know, people really don't want to sit in front of a computer for eight hours a day for certain uh, days. We've we've made it into a two day event. So we we shortened the agenda that we were supposed to have in in uh, Minneapolis in person. Uh, we will be having eight one hour sessions divided over two days. So there it will be four hours on each day with some breaks built in. So it's not like um, you will uh, you'll be sitting in front of your computer for, for four hours straight on those days. So we do have uh, some breaks built in and things like that. Uh, but we will be covering uh, a lot of different topics. For example, I know we are doing one on how to uh, do better member or photographs of events, of member events, things like that. Uh, we had one last year by by this presenter who did it on taking photographs of food, of you know how to highlight food items and things like that. Uh, so Shanna, Shanna will be doing a session on uh, photos and videos of events. So, you know, the best practices there. Uh, we have somebody talking on drones. So they'll be talking about either the, the, the uh, marketing uh, possibilities with drones and, and how that can help you there, but also the legal aspects. So a lot of times people think, oh, you can just buy a drone and send it up and take pictures of the club and course. That's not the case. There are, nope. as our, our government likes to have some uh, uh, has some uh, saying in there with uh, you know, security of airspace and things like that. So uh, our speaker will talk about those as well. Uh, we do have a we have a little bit of a, a personal leadership as well. So we have um, we'll have a speaker on that. 
And so it, again, it's we were looking at it being a little bit condensed from what we were offering, but we know that was a an area uh, that until a couple of years ago we really hadn't uh, had any uh, professional development opportunities for those individuals. So we're happy to continue that. And again, we are planning on being in person again, uh, as with most, you know, all of our events we've had to go virtual. We it is not a we are not planning on permanently going virtual. We know. Everyone values the uh, meeting each other and seeing each other, either new friends or old friends, and the uh, the uh, networking that is that results from that. So, as with all of our virtual events, we we are planning on going back to being in person again. Of course, I think that actually you bring up a great point, Melissa, and I have done a little bit of talking about how how can we make networking. Um, at these virtual events, really a key component because we know how important that is to our members and we know what a vital part of um, each in-person experience um, networking is. So don't worry, we're working on it. <laughs> we want to make it as, as positive an experience as we can um, in, in this new area of the virtual world when it comes to these meetings. Um, and I would also just like to say, Melissa, and I know the value of good communications education. So we are very excited that this is something that CMA will continue to offer. Um, and we definitely see the value in it. So we're looking forward to the communication summit. All right, next on the list is the mid-management conference. And you alluded to that previously, David, but um, what's the plan for this one? It's a little bit bigger, <laughs> right? And uh, what yes. can our attendees look forward to? And you said that this one is, is going to be on a little bit of a different platform. You mentioned that Communication Summit was going to be on Zoom, but this one will be different. So let's talk through some of those points. Okay, so we are using a, a, a partner, of, or I say partner, a, a company that we use mainly we, before this would use to help us gain speakers. So it's a, Leading Authorities is the name of the company. Uh, they're a speakers bureau. So they've assisted us for years with identifying keynote speakers for all of our different events, whether it was Leader LLC or whether it was mid-management conference or, or annual conference. They also have a video production line and also events arm of their of their business and they have a platform prior prior to COVID hitting uh, that was for virtual events for in for organizations that were doing either a hybrid or were doing all their events online. Uh, so we are utilizing that for our bigger events. So whereas the communications summit will probably have somewhere in the area of about 75 to 100 people on there. Uh, the things like mid-management conference or leadership conference are a little bit bigger. So it is a platform that will uh, be more tailored towards towards having events like this. Uh, they will have, it'd be easier to do breakout rooms, things like that uh, for events that would have any type of expo or things like that. It, it, it offers that where Zoom really wouldn't necessarily. Uh, so for our bigger events, that's what we're looking at using this platform. So we're excited about that. We're still learning about it. Uh, I know we have, a, we have, you know, we're having calls with the weekly with our partner that we're using with that. So uh, we'll have a little bit more information about that as we get closer, uh, especially for those of you that will be attending the leadership conference. I'm sure you've talked about that on, on other podcasts, but that'll be using the same platform. But we're excited about that. It's some new technology. I think it'll, uh, the, the, the uh, demos that I've seen have been really, really nice. Uh, it is very professionally done. So we're excited about that. Cool, cool. Uh, but you, but you talked about that. So again, it's another event that was in person that we were planning on you know, having over a three day. Usually that's about a three day period or there's uh, two or two and a half days live with another half day when you come in uh, for reception. So I guess total is about three day. Again, we know people are not going to want to sit in front of a computer for uh, 
for three days at eight hours a day. So we obviously are doing a little bit of a condensed version, which we normally would do. So it will be over a two-day period. It is in October the 19th and 20th of October, uh, which a side note, that was supposed to be the live, the live uh, dates in New York City. We, like we are with the Communication Summit, we already have uh, contracts to go back to, to go to New York City in 2021. So we will be going to New York City um, in 21. You know, I, I'm going to say will because I'm, I'm very confident by uh, October of next year. We're going to we manifest this. Yeah. So, but we, so for those, I know people were very excited about going to New York City and all the possibilities that we would have there. Uh, so we will be going back there. So uh, we will be looking at a two-day schedule. Again, it'll be a little bit longer, like I said, than the Communication Summit. So we have roughly... Uh, I'm looking at my the, the big schedule I have here, four sessions a day. Um, I have uh, four sessions a day with some breaks and activities during those breaks, so we're excited about that. Uh, each year, we kind of uh, focus in on a couple of the different competency areas. So this year, uh, we'll have uh, some leadership uh, topics, also some interperson, inter, interpersonal communications uh Topics that's not to be confused with the communication summit. It's obviously not going to be that specific, but there are some communications there, more about effective communications and mm -hmm. things like that. And we also have some food and beverage topics in there. We always have some food and beverage, since that is the common theme that kind of ties all the clubs together. We know golf is at most of the clubs, but not at all, but food and beverage is at all. One thing we are excited about is that it will give us an opportunity for the keynote speaker that we have, Peter Sheehan. Um, because of it being virtual, it uh, enabled us to have a speaker that would maybe not be, we would not be able to have at a smaller conference like this. Uh, so Peter is a, he specializes in challenging, uh, challenges that businesses face in a, a rapidly changing times. Uh, but again, he is one that we had, have looked at before for our world conference, uh, and he's a, a very highly regarded speaker. So we're excited. It's like, again, it's not, uh, we do have some pretty good keynote speakers at the mid-management conference, but he, he is a one, because it is virtual, that enabled us to uh, have one that's maybe a little bigger than we normally would have had. So we're excited about that. Awesome. Uh, I'm trying to look there. We talked about the platform that we're using. So again, we are excited about this being a little bit more, uh, for lack of a better word, a little bit more bells and whistles and things like that. <laughs> so it's a platform that's built for bigger events. So uh, we are definitely looking forward to that. For sure. Well, and I, I think one of the points that uh, that uh, is important to make about all of these virtual events, and I believe Mel Melissa and I have talked about this a little bit, but is the increased accessibility to these events for our members um, across the country. You know, sometimes when we have in-person events, they're wonderful, but if you can't travel you can, or you can't get away from your club, you often can't participate. Um, so the upside to these events being online and being virtual is that you can access it from anywhere. Um, so we're really hoping that this gives more people an opportunity to participate in the education that we're offering this fall. Um, and we're looking forward to connecting with everyone, even if it's through our computers. <laughs> We're all used to that by now, um, but it will be a good that fall. Is, <laughs> yes, yes, but that is an excellent point. I mean, it, it, that's another thing we are very excited about, that uh, people who may not have had the opportunity to travel, things like that. Um, so, so we are excited. It will make it a little bit more accessible. There's no travel costs. The cost of the virtual event is a little bit less than it would have been in person. Uh, so yes, that's an excellent point to bring up. That'll be, make it a little bit more accessible to people who may not have had an opportunity to do this in the past. Yep. And in particular, the mid-management conference is a great one, um, obviously for our mid-managers, but for any aspiring club manager who's trying to work their way up through the ranks, really wants to get a little bit more education, this is a great place to start. 
as David said, it's a little bit shorter um, of a conference, but still chock full of great, great content, great education, um, and this year accessible from anywhere. So that's really fantastic. Um, Melissa, do you have any other questions for David about any of the stuff that we've covered? I don't. Thanks, David. It's going to be a great fall. A lot of great right. opportunities coming out of the professional development department. Yes. Yeah, we're definitely looking forward to it. It's a it's a, a nice challenge for us too. It makes us kind of step out of our box a little bit. So we're excited about that that opportunity. Indeed. Well, David, thank you so much for your time today. And thank you for joining us. And uh, we look forward to connecting with everyone over the next couple of months at these different events. Um, we are so excited to be joined by our dear friend and colleague, Kim Pasquale, today. Thank you for joining us, Kim. Woo-woo, hi, guys. <laughs> Kim is joining us to chat about a few things. Um, we are first going to cover LLC. Kim and Melissa are our go-tos on this event and um, I will leave that conversation to them. They are the experts. Um, and then we're gonna talk a little bit about dues and um, committee service, another area in which Kim is our reigning queen supreme. So uh, LLC, <laughs> let's get started chatting about LLC. Um, first of all, ladies, what is it? What are we doing with it this year that's a little bit different or a lot of bit different? And uh, how can people participate? Sure. So Go ahead, Melissa. No, go ahead, Kim. I, I was just going to say, so um, LLC is the Leadership Legislative Conference, and it's CMAA's, I would say, premier event for um, all chapter leaders, national committee chairmen and, and committee members, and CMAA's national board of directors. We also like to think that, you know, anyone who's aspiring to be in any of those roles um, joins in and, and uh it gets the lowdown, but um, what's different, Kyle, is it's going to be virtually virtual this year. And um, we're I, how do how do I say it, Melissa? Are we excited and nervous? I'm excited and nervous because I think it's going to be awesome. But virtual is unknown and fun, and there's a lot of bells and whistles to that. And we're pretty excited to present this to you all. <laughs> I think. What do you think, Melissa? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I think there's a lot of exciting opportunities. You touched on on CMAA leaders and, and really to have all of our past, present and future leaders together and um, include folks that, you know, don't normally get to see what this event is about. So I think that's going to be really exciting. Yep. Um, uh, and Melissa, it is open and Kyle, it is open to all CMA members. Um, it's certainly a great way to get some CMI and association activity credits. Um, so, you know, feel free to take a look. Um, you can always find information on the CMA website about it and register. Yeah, for sure. Um, can you give us a we've little got a really good lineup? Speaking? Yeah. yeah, tell us about that. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, Melissa and I will tell you that it, the event is going to be slightly condensed. It's typically about two and a half days. So, um, and while it will be held over two days, we're holding a, about eight education sessions. Um, we'll do all of CMAA's business that we typically do at LLC, where um, you get to meet CMAA's board of directors and um, the slate uh, that is being presented to all CMAA members who are eligible to vote for the 2021 National Board of Directors will be introduced for the first time and um, do uh, their candidates position um, uh, videos. Um, so they won't be held live this year, but they, they certainly will take place. Um, 
and then uh, Jeff will do his uh, State of the Association address. And there's obviously a lot going on in your industry and uh, a lot going on with your association. So there should be a lot to talk about and listen to. Well, and I, I think we've, we have two fabulous keynotes. I mean, number one, it's an election year. So we're going to get an in-depth pre-election analysis from U.S. House editor and quantitative election analyst for the nonpartisan Cook Political Report, David Wasserman. Um, he'll be talking on day two. And on day one, we have um, Ryan Estes, who's a business performance expert. Um, very exciting speakers uh, for our keynotes. And then we've put in these very fun little activities like you know nobody wants to sit in front of their computer for eight hours straight what and so these we have some really fun optional breaks where you'll get to see you know see some exciting things and hear different uh trends and do some some fun our colleague christina kruger is going to do a little chair yoga which is applicable to any fitness level um, it's a great way to stretch. We've done it. We've even me, staff, Melissa. Even, even me. Even you. Know. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's so so. It's kind of fun and exciting because that's you know just little things that we're able to to add into the program that you know will break it up and make those uh, those breaks very exciting. Um, and we're gonna still present our uh, chapter idea fair competition. Yeah which will be held virtually and, and very exciting. And Erica Benjamin, who's in charge of that program for CMAA, says that she's had uh, quite a bit of activity from the chapters who want to showcase what they've got going on. Um, and they will do a live presentation for the winners um, so that we can hear more about the how-tos and the whys and the success stories that they were able to build during this uh, past year. But obviously anything related to um, the pandemic experience that all clubs have really and chapters have have really pivoted. I love that word, pivot. <laughs> it's like the third time I think that word will be in this episode of the podcast. So <laughs> if so, I yeah. can get it in a couple more times, perfect. Just call you Ross Geller. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. oh, Kyle, it hurts. Wow, oh, Ross is excellent. I know. Um, well, great. Are, are there any other things about LLC that you want folks to know? I mean, you mentioned registration is open. It's online. Um, we can find all of that information on the website. Um, is there a deadline for folks to, to get registered? September 4th, right, Melissa? Absolutely. I mean, earlier yes. is always better, but absolutely yeah. by September 4th. Um, our event is slated for the 9th and 10th of September. Um, that's Wednesday and Thursday. And that is that Monday is Labor Day, so you never want to put off what you can do today and True. go ahead and register. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we're all looking forward to this event um, and to seeing how it plays out. It it, uh, it will certainly be a different experience for all involved, but we're um, excited and hopeful that it goes off without a hitch and that it's a great learning opportunity for everyone. And as we mentioned yesterday with David, um, this is a chance for folks who don't normally get to travel to CMAA conferences or events, especially these smaller ones, to get to participate. Um, it's very accessible in that regard. So we encourage everybody, if they're interested, to uh, sign up and join us September 9th here, here. and 10th. All right. Thank well, you, Kyle. Of course. Um, so let's talk about dues. It's that time mm. of year again. So Tim, what do you got? <laughs> So I got, you know, deadlines, Kyle, always about <laughs> deadlines, but also some really good news. Um, 
or CMA Board of Directors voted at its summer meeting to decrease uh, the student dues rate, which um, I think is the best news I've had in 2020 so far. <laughs> so um, instead of paying $50 uh, for national uh, student dues, it's $25. So hopefully that helps with student chapters uh, recruitment and um, retention. Uh, but it also, I, I do hope it helps CMA members who have interns and or um, kids in college who might be interested in studying hospitality and club management and all of that good stuff to get involved with this amazing organization. So very happy about that. And then um, just as a, as a reminder, um, you know, your, your national dues were mailed um, and you can certainly pay that way or it's much more convenient to just go into your uh, CMA record on the website and, and pay that way. And we would love to have um, all of you stay with us in 2021 because we, we need to stick together. But these uh, <laughs> are due um, at the end of CMA's fiscal year, which is October 31 of 2020. And then we will begin our new CMA membership year on November 1. Exciting times. Yeah, you know it. We've worked hard this year to continue to bring all of our members resources that are timely, that are relevant, particularly during this year of the pandemic. Everything has kind of been turned on its head, and that um, is inclusive of what we've done here at HQ. Um, you know, we kind of went into overdrive um, back in March and April, really trying to understand what information was the most valuable, what our members needed at the time, um, and sticking with us through the next year, you'll only continue to get more of that um, access to resources, to us as a staff and our expertise, um, but also the community of, of professionals that CMA is made up of. Um, and we're proud to, to work with and for our members, and we look forward to seeing you in the next year. So, Absolutely. Um, all Thank right. You. Yes? Kyle, you mentioned what? a very good word in there that, you know, we are all one community, but you want to keep your access to CMA's connect communities because there's a lot of activity going on in there. So as a CMA member, you have access to all of these um, wonderful groups, including the Best Practices Exchange, which has been killing it. I mean, you guys probably have the stats on how many email, or I'm sorry, how many messages go back and forth through that wonderful portal, but it's just so cool and uplifting and just marvelous to see what this industry is up to and just the way they connect and talk and learn from one another. Um, whether it's COVID related or just, you know, just everyday club management. I think it's, it's, it's wonderful. And I hope that you all stay a part of CMAA so you have access to um, things like that. Here, here. Uh, that was really <laughs> good. That was a good segue. Uh, <laughs> yes, we deeply encourage everyone to participate in the Connect community. There's a um, ton of great conversations happening in there daily. Um, not just in the best practices exchange, but in some of our other smaller communities as well. Um, all of our our uh, special interest groups are in there too. Women in club management. Our yo pros are in there. They're pretty active. Um, our so yacht club group. Yacht club group. There's student members, um, faculty members. We really encourage everybody to get in there and uh, and continue the conversations. Um, all right. Yeah. Last point of our chat with Last him today. <laughs> <laughs> committee service. What do you got? So get involved. Be a part of, of the big picture. So CMA unveiled its uh, newest strategic plan um, recently, and we're just going to you know keep 
chomping away at that. And the best way to, to get involved nationally is to uh, consider a position on the national committee. And this fall, um, probably sometime after Labor Day, we will be putting out a, a call for volunteers to serve on a national committee. There's typically about 125 spots in any given year to help us out nationally on committees like relations and, you know, the best one membership and communication <laughs> and um, professional development and research. And there's just lots of ways to get involved. So once that call goes out, um, any active professional and or alumnus member is invited and encouraged to apply. And um, the incoming chairman of CMAA for 2021 is Brian Crow, so he will assist with um, the uh, the invitations to to serve. So the only way you can serve is to ask. So when um, that call goes out, it will be on CMAA's website under the About tab, and then CMAA Leadership is where you would find that form to fill out to say yes, I'm interested. And um, I look forward to uh, seeing. Um, all of your applications. And the other thing I will tell you is, you know, there's great ways to get involved all over CMAA. So if a national post isn't your, isn't your, uh, you know, bailiwick right now, then look at your chapters. Your chapters are all doing um, very similar things on a local level and would love your involvement. Um, you know, whether it's committee service or getting on the leadership board of your chapters, there's, there's lots of ways to contribute to the CMAA picture. Perfect. Well, Thank you, Kim, for all of that yes. very important information. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Melissa. Um, Melissa, did you have any additional questions for Kim? Nope, I think we covered it. Awesome. Well, Kim, we appreciate your time, and uh, thank you for joining us. <laughs>